Maintenance Podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Weston, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. If you're new here, shout out to the person that invited you. I am so grateful for your time and for your attention. And so I know, I know, I know I took a break last week. I did not share any new episodes, and I'm going to just keep it all the way a buck with y'all. The reason why y'all didn't get a new episode last week was because life is lifing, as it always is, right? So we're not going to use that as an excuse. However, when I started this podcast, I wanted to make sure that I remain super intentional about what I say, how I show up, and to be totally honest with you guys, I didn't have nothing to say last week. So to me in this season, consistency is important, but impact is more important than that to me. And so I never, ever will show up with nothing to say that I don't think is going to make a difference in your life. I'd rather just y'all don't hear from me. So before we start, I just have to say thank you so much to every single person that has been supporting this podcast since we started To every person that, even though I didn't even share a new episode last week, still I'm getting text messages and DMs and comments about how many of you have gone back and listened more than once. And that to me, not just as a podcaster, but as a person, just makes this experience and this journey so worth it. Because I know it might look like this is easy, but this is not easy because... Being transparent and vulnerable and bringing you guys on this whole new journey with me is is not easy because obviously there's always eyeballs on what you're doing. There's always people who put you on this pedestal like you can't make mistakes. You got to watch what you say. You got to guard other people's feelings. And I'm just so past all of that. And I just continue to hope that every single time I turn this mic on, every single time that you see me on YouTube, that something that I say does help you. And so a lot of this for me is therapeutic, just talking about some of the things that I'm experiencing. It's therapeutic for me. And I just hope that when it translates through your phone speaker, your car speaker, your TV, your computer, wherever you watch and listen to this episode and this podcast. I just hope that it translates in that way. And so intention is the biggest priority for me with Clothes for Maintenance. And so thank you to everyone that supported the podcast. I love y'all. I love y'all. So today when I was praying about what I wanted to talk about, I thought about what I am currently experiencing in my life in real time and what the theme for me has been. And all that I could think about was enough is enough. And I'm going to give you some backstory and some context, obviously, before we jump into this and just kind of share with you what has inspired today's show. It seems like I've been finding a whole new rhythm with planning these episodes where I used to have these podcast planner sheets that I use, and I still use them sometimes, just just scribble things on. But I'm finding that my rhythm is I'll get a theme for what I want to talk about. I'll open a notepad in my phone, and I'll just start copying and pasting inspiration and then just jotting down my real raw thoughts, like when I'm in the car and things like that. And I just have been thinking about where I've been in my life as I shared with you guys in my first episode in private parts. You know, I live with my mom right now and it's for a few different reasons. One, save money. I've got some bigger goals that I'm working towards to help out with some things within my family. It just made the most sense in this season, especially after 
all that happened with that whole debacle. Go watch episode one and you'll know what I'm talking about. But in the last month or so, I've been feeling very, very, very uncomfortable and not the uncomfortable where, you know, you just making a little sacrifice for a bigger picture. Um, uncomfortable, uncomfortable as in feeling like I'm subconsciously taking on other people's burdens and goals and dreams and I just looked up one day and I was so frustrated because I was like, this is not where I want to be in life. I'm here and I'm here because I put myself here, but am I really here because I want to be here? And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally. I'm talking about in spirit. And I found that while I'm very uncomfortable in my physical surroundings, I had that aha moment where I was able to pinpoint the reason for my frustrations and my discomfort. And when I was blatantly honest with myself, a lot of that came from self-sabotage. Like it was self-inflicted. It was because I was taking on the goals, the dreams, the desires of the people around me and not really focusing and prioritizing what I wanted, even if it looked totally different from what society would say I need as a 35-year-old Black woman, as a mom. I had to literally sit down with myself and say, what do you want, Natasha? What is enough for you? And... That's what inspired today's episode. And then one day I was on the way to work and I saw a YouTube notification pop up from Vanessa Lau. I think I'm saying her last name correctly. And as soon as I saw her pop up, I'm like, oh, shoot, what happened to her? I ain't seen her on YouTube in a long time. Because I used to watch her a lot, especially when I was building my agency. A couple years ago, she'd always give the good tips on coaching and building a coaching and consulting business and all of those things. And she always inspired me because just watching how she started and how she became a millionaire and how she sold courses and online programs and all of these things. And I hadn't even noticed that I hadn't seen her pop up on my social media or on my YouTube in over a year. So when her video popped up and this, the title of it was something like she basically quit her business and took a year off or something like that from the internet, I immediately clicked on it and went to find the video. And within the video, without giving or going too far into it, you can go and watch it on YouTube. I'll try to remember to leave it in the description. She basically talked about how she literally hit her wits end and how she realized that a lot of what she was doing in her business, a lot of her success came from her basically trying to mirror other people who have been successful in the field that she's in and how it eventually just pushed her to a place where she felt inauthentic to who she was and how she even started. Like she didn't feel like she was the same person that started the business and how she basically got rid of all of her team. And she took a year off of social media. She has not been on social media in a year. She hasn't posted on YouTube in a year. And I'm saying a year, it could be longer, but I think it's a year. And it was in that moment after I watched that video, I was like, okay, this is clearly what the next episode needs to be about. And I will say that my therapist pretty much was like, girl, how many times are we going to have these conversations about your frustrations and what the underlying reason is? And I left my last therapy session feeling like 
I needed to have even harder conversations. Like I was having hard conversations with myself about where I had been in life, but I wasn't having hard conversations with the people around me who I felt like I had taken on their burdens, their desires, their goals, their dreams. Not because they asked me to, let me put that out there, but just because when you love people and when you want what's best for them, and you want everybody to win, when you have that I want everybody to win mentality, then it's very easy for you to let certain things slide. It's very easy for you to just make decisions not totally based on what you want. And so I want to start off with defining what the word enough means. So I looked it up and enough means as much or as many of something as required. But what I noticed in that definition is that I have an evolving definition of what enough is. And when I looked at all of the things that have been stressing me out recently about where I live, about what car I drive, about where I am in my career, how much money I make, my job, when I think about all of the things that stress me out and I think about the reason why they stress me out, the reason why some of those things stress me out is because I'm thinking about what other people think. And I'm going to get more into that as we dive into it. But I want to just highlight that I can confidently say that probably like 80% of the things that we stress about, the things that frustrate us are society expectation and external influences that shape our definition of what we think we want. And it brought me to a point I was thinking about yesterday about if I only want to make $60,000 a year, live in an apartment that I can pay my rent on time every month and have just enough money left over to take two vacations a year, and that would truly make me happy. Is that enough or is that settling? It got me to thinking about, okay, settling is when you decide to do or accept something that deep down you really don't want, but you're doing it because someone else thinks that that's what's best for you. Knowing when it's enough for you is saying, okay, this is the point I need to get to in my life for me to be comfortable and other people around you might not agree. And so determining if you're settling or if you're truly satisfied with what you have or getting to a point where enough is enough for you is very important, especially as we're in this stage where everybody is just copying each other's lives because you bought a house at this age, I should buy a house at this age because you had three kids by this age, I should probably hurry up and go find me a boyfriend, get married, buy a house so I can have another kid because that's the right thing to do. And while I do believe that there's a huge distinction between right and wrong, I do think that we have to individually define for ourselves what is enough. And Figuring out what you have and how much more do you want versus how much more do you need and getting rid of that extra stress and pressure that says you should do something because that's the right thing to do. Or I'll even take it a step further. A lot of times that extra stress and pressure and frustration comes from if, for example, if you have a friend who had a series of unfortunate events happen in their life and... They wanted to do something that you're in pursuit of doing, but you don't really even want to do it, but you're doing it like 
in honor of your friend because your friend unfortunately can't live out that dream anymore. So now you feel obligated to live that dream out for your friend because you're their friend. That is what's causing a lot of resentment in relationships. That's what's causing a lot of frustration in our lives and extra unnecessary stress. And so I started asking myself, what would it take for me to truly be happy? And I realized, y'all, all I really want at the end of the day is a stable home, not just for me, but for my son. As an adult, I haven't had a stable home in my adult life. And that bothers me. So when I look at all of the things that the world tells me that I should want, that I should want to make a million dollars, that that million dollars is going to allow me to scale my business so I can make more money and hire more people and build my business to the maximum. I don't really want that. I don't, I don't really want a mega business, not in terms of me having to lose myself or lose my peace or lose my sanity at this point. My deepest desire in my adult life is to have a stable home so that I can provide that for my son and not take him down this generational thing where there's no stability when it comes to a roof over our head for so many reasons, some self-inflicted, some not. And so I realized that now that I know that that's my bottom line, that's what is enough for me, I know how much money I need to make and it's not six figures. I know what kind of job I need. I literally am so fine with making enough money to live stable. And now that I know that, it's been easier for me to identify who I need to have conversations with to say, hey, I support you, but I can no longer support this. I love you, but I don't want what you want for me. I want something different. And that has been so freeing. And so backtrack to my last therapy session, I was so frustrated, y'all, like crying and just like over life at the point because everything around me felt like I had no control over or no say in the matter. And before we ended our therapy session, my therapist told me that a lot of my frustrations came from the fact that I lacked assertive communication with the people that I love and not just dancing around those conversations anymore. And so I got out of my therapy session and I sent this person a text message and I pretty much said what I just told y'all. I said, hey, love you, but this is what I plan on doing. I no longer want to participate in this. This is what I'm doing moving forward and I would appreciate your support. And even if you don't support it, that's fine with me too. But I have to say and not just continue to dance around the subject or dance around the issue. And in response, that person accepted what I said. And I felt a weight lift up off of me. And I have to continue to do that. Continue to identify when what someone says doesn't align with what I really want and what's enough for me. And not just letting them push me in their direction but take my own stance, stand up for myself, defend myself. And as a result, I've been able to do that in other areas of my life. For example, my job. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I hate my job. <laughs> y'all, I really, truly do not like my job. And it's because a lot of what is expected and required of me does not align with 
what's enough for me. And so I know that in order for me to spend the time I need to spend with my son, in order for me to continue to walk in my purpose, I need a certain type of work-life balance, right? A remote hybrid schedule is ideal for me because I still need to be able to pick my son up from school. I still need to be able to do certain things that are required throughout the week and not just on the weekend. And so at first I was feeling like that whole feeling of, oh, you need this job. You can't go in there and tell them what you need or like that you got to work remote because you got to pick your child up. Those people don't care. They're paying you to come and do a job. You shouldn't ask for those things. And I had to literally get out of my own way there because no, I can raise my hand and I can ask for those things because I know it's enough for me and I know it's required for me to live from the core my best life. So at first my job put me on a hybrid schedule. So it's I'm Tuesdays, Thursdays, and a half day, any other day during the week. And that has literally freed me up mentally to be able to think, to be able to be more present with my son, and also to make room to do little things like wash clothes during the day or go outside and take a walk, whatever it is. It has allowed me the freedom to better align with what's enough for me in this season of my life. So one of my old employers called me a couple weeks ago and asked if I would come back. And I immediately thought, wow, I could ask for what I don't have here and possibly get what I need. And I was willing to accept a slight pay cut for more of a remote schedule. And so I go in, I meet with them and I would have been taking a huge pay cut. And I also wouldn't have gotten any more than an extra half a day of a remote schedule. To me, that's not worth it. All that was gonna do was tie up my time even more. And so I declined with a smile on my face. And although I didn't get what I wanted, I felt so good about myself because I stood up for myself and I said, I'm not gonna accept this. This does not align with what I want. And I can say no. I have the freedom to say no to things that I truly don't want. And so, I realized that in order to get to this point, I had to first get clear with myself. And to get clear with myself, I had to have very hard conversations, still do. And whenever my brain gets to doing that thing it does about questioning my decisions or questioning what I want, questioning my desires, I ask myself, is this something that you want or are you doing this to make someone else happy? And the minute that that thought pattern goes to, oh, I'm doing this to make so-and-so happy or to get so-and-so out of my way about X, Y, and Z, I stop. And I said, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. Because if that's not going to truly make me happy, I'm not going to do it. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a point where you have to compromise and negotiate, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about at the end of the day, when you're making life-changing decisions, are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it because it's truly what you want to do? And so all of this is going to require you to realign your relationships. And so I will say I've also been under a lot of pressure about buying a house and have been for years. Buy, you need to get a house. You need to buy a house because you need to stop throwing money away for rent. Renting is just throwing money away. And trust me, I've done all the research to know the pros and the cons of buying a house versus renting. But y'all, to be totally honest, this goes back to what I've identified my real desire is, and that's to have a stable home in my adult life. I realized that all of these years of me saying, oh, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to go back and live with my mama so I can buy a house. I don't really even want a house. 
And I'm probably going to get all sorts of backlash for saying that. I am 35, almost 36, and I have no desire to be a homeowner. That's the truth. If I buy a house right now, it'll be because God literally opened the gates of heaven and it, the deal was just too good to be true. And I know for a fact that he brought it to me. But as far as me saying that I want to go out and be a homeowner, right now I really don't. And so the people around me have been saying you should buy a house when I think enough for me is being able to consistently pay my rent and consistently build a home for my child. That's enough for me. So I don't need to make six figures this year. That's not my goal. My goal is to get closer to what makes me feel like I have enough. And then once I get that, who knows? I might get the desire to want to buy a house. But the truth of the matter is I don't want to buy a house. Even with my car, right? So my car has given me no problems since I got in it. It's the best car ever. Is it the newest model? Absolutely not. I just got a dent fixed out of my door that couldn't open from the outside yesterday. And I was going to trade it in and get a newer model and all of that. And now I'm like, I don't have the problems with my car. And like, I don't have that much more to pay on it. So why would I get rid of it? Determining what is enough for you. And now that I don't have to worry about getting a whole new car, putting more down payment down, none of that. Now I can save my money to get to my goal of a stable place to live. So you got to advocate for yourself. You got to shed other people's burdens. You have to have hard conversation with yourself to say, look, I know that's what society or my family wants for me, but this is what would truly make me happy. And I'm telling y'all, I have never, ever felt more free. I've never felt more validated from my own self than I do now because I'm very clear and there's no mistaken about it, no misinterpretation about what Natasha wants because Natasha is clear on what she wants. And because I'm clear on what I want and what is enough for me, now I'm able to tell people no. Now I'm able to decline opportunities that make no sense for what I know I want. And you just feel more in control of your life. And so with mental health being on the rise and like people just are out here just not well and people are stressed and the economy is terrible and nobody's making enough money for inflation and all of the things. Sit down and figure out what do you really want because I can guarantee you a lot of what you want is not really what you want. Because a lot of what you think you want is more than likely not what you want at all. But we don't want to hurt people's feelings. We don't want to shatter other people's dreams. We feel like we could still handle our own dreams and still kind of dibble and dabble into what our parents and our grandparents and our best friends want for us and still get the best of both worlds. But all that's doing is stressing you out, causing you to have unnecessary anxiety. And I just, I hated that for me. And so when I thought about what I would talk about today, that is what's the most authentic to me in this particular moment is not allowing other people's uncertainties and indecisiveness about their lives trickle into ours and make us feel uncertain or make us feel like we got to take on other people's roles and dreams and hopes and desires. And so I've been feeling less anxious. I've been feeling more clear. I have been more clear on where I'm headed and what direction I want to go in. 
and what I need to get to my end goal or to get to where I'm at a place where I'm totally happy about where I am in my life and just not caring about what everybody else got going on. I can tell you I've had conversations with people who are in situations, are in marriages, are in relationships, are in debt for other people. A lot of the debt we're in in our lives, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, has nothing to even do with us. It is everything around us and everybody around us. And when you can take a moment and be real with yourself and ask yourself, what is enough for me in my life and shed everything that isn't, that would solve a whole lot of the anxiety and depression and overwhelmingness and even fear that you are experiencing in your life. You're not going to let anybody down more than you're going to let yourself down if you don't truly identify what you want and don't keep going through this life like I have been dragging everybody else's stuff with you. Look out for yourself. It's okay to be selfish. It's okay to have a season or more than a season where you look out for you first. You fulfill your hopes, your dreams, your desires first, and then everybody else's second, if you have the capacity. And so that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode I hope that what I've had on my heart has translated and helped you. And I want to leave you with this. We've got one life to live. And as you can see around us, this world is becoming more and more brutal by the day and beating us down by the day. And so do what you can for your own mental health and wellness and your own peace of mind. Do what you can to eliminate any extra stress and depression and anxiety. And it starts with getting rid of all of other people's baggage. So I love y'all. I hope that this episode resonates with you, whether you're listening or watching on YouTube. I look forward to the next episode. I do have some really cool guests coming up on the show in the next month or so. So definitely stay tuned for that. Y'all, I need y'all to go and run them reviews up. Y'all stop after the first episode. What's up? So yeah, go over and and Apple Podcasts kind of matters the most out of the other platforms just because it's the most known for podcasters. So if you do have an Apple, a Mac, an iPhone, an iPad, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. You can rate with the stars and then you actually write a review. And if you do that, I will share it on social media because I love hearing from y'all. So yes, leave a review. We also have a Facebook page so you can leave a review there as well. Do me a favor and literally take the link from this episode and go share it with a friend. Go share it on your social media. I thank y'all for supporting me. I thank y'all for loving me and and just sending me all the good vibes. And until the next episode, I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.